0: This is Monty in the Morning. The show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. Hey, yo, man. Hey, yo. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Actually, you won't. Uh, yeah. The time has come. It is our final show in Los Angeles, Southern California. Yeah. Yeah, this trip is flown by. Uh, we have done, what I guess we did five shows last week, four shows this week, nine MF and shows. Yeah. In the blink of an eye and it all ends today. We'll be off tomorrow, no show on Friday.
1: As we pack everything up. No, we, we leave. no.
0: We're not doing a show because we're going to Morton's tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Duh. Uh, so we are excited about that. How about, um, yeah, our last show in L.A. today. So uh, appreciate you guys coming along for the ride with us. We'll tell you all about what we've done. But, yeah, don't forget, no show tomorrow. We'll be back Monday live in Salt Lake City um, where the weather is quite different. Of course, it's snowing, and then it's going to be like 60 when we get home on uh, on, uh on Monday morning, so you know. There you go. Uh Cody Strickland's the first one in and he says, so this is how World War Three begins. Well. Okay. Okay. Um, coming up, we got it. Speaking of World War Three. Right. We have war on the PGA tour. The tour. This Saudi thing's getting out of hand. We'll update that. Uh Kai Rizzo looks like he's gonna play in the NBA's Eastern Conference at home. Yeah. I'm in a weird mood today.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a weird vibe today. I um, was out late, and how this how was how late were you out? Because I didn't even hear you come home. Oh
0: man, I was. I got home around two a.m. last night. Nice, dude. So nice. it was uh, it was rough. Um, you know, so like no, nine o'clock. I got home at like 9 50, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Um, had a couple of margaritas. Uh, it was pretty awesome though, like saw an old friend last night, mm-hmm. uh, pretty amazing, but um, yeah, this was that day where I woke up, the alarm goes off at 4 a.m. every morning here when we're in Pacific time. It vexes me. Yeah, no, what fucking vexes me is I woke up at 3.52. Terribly uh, vexed The worst. Dude. The worst. When you get up early,
1: no.
0: but the alarm clock doesn't wake you up and you wake up like, Come and on. then I have to take a leak and Jake's in the bathroom. It's like, what's
1: going on? So I
0: said, yeah. Anyway, but you were kind enough to let me. Yeah, I mean,
1: because I heard heard you come out into the hallway, and I was like, all right. Yeah, I
0: came in the hallway, and
1: and Jake opened the door.
0: But the point is, you know, and this is one of the things we should talk about. Right. Like creature comforts that you miss at your house. Like, what do you love at home? And maybe you don't even realize it, but now that we've been on the road for a couple of weeks, my I'll shower. tell you. My, the shower, my bed, oh. the adjustable base rocket ship of a bed, I miss it so much. You know what I miss? Yeah. Sleeping in a California king versus a queen.
1: Is that what you're on now, a queen? Yeah, a queen. Yeah. It's,
0: it's brutal. It's, and not that I don't love my wife, because I do. Yeah. But, you know, trying to hide the porpoise in a cave on a queen bed is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know. Anyway. All right. Uh, we'll oh, talk about all man. that coming up. Uh, but I want to I want to get to the Jazz. I want to start with uh, <laughs> the R and we, the Utah Jazz. The Jazz. Yes. Uh, because the se- second half, quote unquote, second half of the season, the Jazz have 24 games to go. Mm-hmm. It opens tonight. The Jazz play tomorrow. Um, they have one of the more difficult schedules in the league to finish the season, as we've talked about. And – you know, we were talking about it on the show yesterday. We never really got to a number. But how important is it that the Jazz finish in that fourth spot? Because I'm telling you, I think it's critical. Um, I, I'm pretty convinced. And I don't know. I haven't asked you this, so yeah. off the cuff. Yeah. I'm pretty convinced that the Jazz are going to wind up with the Mavericks in the 4-5 matchup. I don't see the Jazz falling below the, the five spot. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to wind up either 4 or 5. And it's just simply a matter of, where that series is going to be anchored. Right. So if they wind up playing that game or that series in Dallas, let's say, instead of having home court advantage in Salt Lake City. Right. I think things change significantly. Okay. Because I think the Jazz need home court advantage to win a series. Now more than ever. And I think last year was a bit of a misnomer. I feel like we're back to seeing that home court advantage at the Viv. That we've all become so accustomed to having in Salt Lake. Like, yep. I think most of us recognize that whether it's Rice Eccles, whether it is Lavelle, whether it is Huntsman, whether it is, you know, what I still would rather say the Delta Center, the Delta Center, Vivant Home Arena, and that's Smart home intelligent and, and stuff. stuff. Uh, but like the Jazz at home have a home court advantage they need that to win a series against Dallas in my opinion mm-hmm. because Dallas not only is Luka's mom hot but they've got a supporting cast that will give the Jazz trouble they don't play big mm-hmm. so i think that's automatically an advantage to Dallas versus the Jazz now i think the Jazz are a better team than Dallas yeah but when Luka's hot and that team's rolling Jake i think they're very difficult to beat
1: yeah and i and i think you know the one thing we saw last year was that for the Jazz with where last year's team was at home court advantage didn't end up really helping them in the long run. I mean, I think, I think we all remember when, you know, they lost to the Clippers on their home floor, you know, and and everybody was really, really surprised by that, including us. I mean, I honestly thought that, you know, the, the, the jazz would, you know, win basically any game that was at home. And that's why they'd win that series in seven and it didn't work out that way. But this year's team is a little bit different. I think this year's team you know, with the, the the adversity that they've faced this season. I don't think there's any other way to say it other than, yeah. hey, this team has faced a lot of adversity with COVID, with injuries, you know, whatever, whatever other things that have happened. Like, you face a lot of adversity. So, you know, does playoff seeding matter um, to your path to the NBA Finals? Well, of course, but at the same time, I feel like – you know, if this team were to, let's say, fall to the sixth seed. Let's just, as an example, I don't Oof. think that's going to happen, but I, I think they'll keep the fourth seed. But let's say they fell to the sixth seed. You know, that's obviously a quite a different path. You know, you're on the road uh, most of the time. Like, you you don't have home court advantage at that point. Like, it's not, it's not ideal. So, I think, yeah, I think this season, just from a – you know, being able to at least play at home more—I I think that's that would be a big advantage for this team. But more than anything, um, I think part of the conversation around playoff seating is what happens if this team goes out in the first round this year. Because I don't think that a first round exit would lead to would lead to good things. I think a first no. round exit would pretty well. Rock the boat for this team. I think Don would be pissed. I think this team would be pissed, and I don't know what that leads to as far as the front office. But is it's concerned.
0: it's not the it's not the loss that's the problem, mm-hmm. right? Because I think we all know this team has issues: the roster construction, the cap, right? You know, we've talked about that. Yeah. I don't think necessarily the loss is what would be a huge problem. I think the reaction to it is is going to make or break the future of this team mm-hmm. um I think the way that you go out and make deals and and what you do to reconstruct this roster because let's face it if if this team regresses into you know the the you know early 2000 teens if you're going back to lottery picks if you're going back to mm-hmm. missing the playoffs or being you know a ninth or tenth in the play-in tournament every year like I I have a hard time seeing that with Ryan Smith yeah. It would be to me I think now you've won and there is a certain expectation that you will stay at a championship caliber a championship contending level. Right. You're you're not there now but I think you know you need to get back to where the expectations were last year. I mean a year ago at this time we expected the Jazz to go out and win every night. Right. Right. I mean if, if you think about where this ball club was a year ago we expected them to win every night, mm-hmm. even when Don was out. Yeah, right. Like, and we we essentially went to every home game after in the second half last year, and we expected them to win every game. Yeah, and in the playoffs, you expected them to handle Memphis. In the playoffs, we didn't expect them to beat the Clippers. But now that that script is flipped, you don't expect the Jazz to win every game. And I don't know that they can beat the Mavericks in a playoff series. If that's where it ends up, I look at the remaining schedule, and Jake's going to go over it here in a minute. Yeah, I look at the remaining schedule, and and I don't know about nineteen and five now. Like I, I'm questioning. I was I was laying in bed last night, um, you know, playing the guitar on my six pack abs. But you know, while I was doing that, yeah, well, casual. I was thinking about. I was thinking to myself, man, nineteen wins is going to be a really high bar.
1: Yeah, well and here's why. I mean, just here's 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 the run they're gonna have to go on. So tomorrow tomorrow night you're at home for Dallas. You know, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a playoff matchup. That's a in my opinion, that is a playoff preview type game for sure. So you have Dallas tomorrow night at home. But then you go on huh. the road. You go on the road, and this is this is what I think contributes to the the issues of getting to nineteen wins. So first game Phoenix. I would say that's a loss. You're at their place, that's gonna be a really difficult game to win that's on ABC 130 you know that's a national game um, but we'll see maybe they win that game but I I don't like their chances in that one then you you play some more of these crappy teams who are athletic so you've got you're at Houston you're at New Orleans you're at Oklahoma City and then you come right back uh, and go to Dallas to play the Mavericks at their place so from Friday just this stretch right here and this is how I like to look at the schedule in stretches because yes. that's basically how the team operates so you're gonna play Dallas tomorrow. From there, you're on the road for what is it? One, two, three, four, Forever. five. Forever. Five in a row. And really, it's it's six of your next seven, if we're being if we're being honest, right? Because after you go to Dallas on the seventh, you're home on the ninth for Portland, and then you're right back on the road for San Antonio. But look so, at
0: the way these trips are structured. Yeah. You know, like that, to me, that's one of the other things. Like, look at that. Read that first road trip.
1: Yeah, so the first road trip is Phoenix, Houston, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Dallas. You come home for one night versus Portland, and you're right back on the road for San Antonio. And the
0: reason I think those are that's a good trip is, number one, there's some sketch teams in there. Right. But— that That's not a lot of mileage, mm-hmm. right? you're You're essentially staying in Texas and Oklahoma. Again,
1: Phoenix, Houston, New Orleans not a long trip. No,
0: Phoenix to Houston's not a long trip. Houston to New Orleans certainly is not a long trip. New Orleans
1: to Oklahoma City. Not a long trip. Oklahoma but, City to Dallas.
0: That's the, I mean that is a nice
1: those are 90 minute, you know two hour hour flights that's top.
0: an hour 90 minute flight. yeah. yeah the and tops. then you you figure Dallas back to Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, what to Portland?
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Dallas to Salt Lake City to play Portland. Salt Lake City to San Antonio to play the Spurs.
0: I I just think that's a very advantageous group of games. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, what are all those teams? Those all those teams are all those teams are all athletic. Yep. Now you should beat New Orleans. I don't know, like what what C J McCallum is going to mean to that team and how that's going to energize them. Yeah. But that's going to be a tough matchup. But the Jazz are better than the Pelicans. The Jazz are certainly better than. OKC, okay, but what have we seen with the Jazz and the Thunder in recent years? Yep. That the Thunder have gotten exponentially more athletic. All of that to say, these are all tester games that you should win, in my opinion. Right.
1: So just to go through this stretch, I think you know home versus Dallas. I that's you gotta you gotta have that. That's that's yes. To me, that should be a win. Gotta have that. Um. So that's that's a win. The
0: Phoenix game is the game of games here.
1: Yeah, I mean it's the game of games. You know, it's a tester game, but I'm gonna say that's a loss. That's a really difficult game. They're the best team in the league. They're going to without Chris Paul without Chris Paul, you know, so I don't know. Maybe that maybe that maybe without Chris Paul, they're they're, the the matchups closer, but let's just for argument's sake, say that that's a loss because they're, you know, they're on the road. So you're, you're one and one, you're heading to Houston. That's a win. Two and one, you're headed to New Orleans. That's a win. Three and one headed to Oklahoma city. I would say that that game is kind of sketch, but you win that game. So now you're four and one. Now you're going to Dallas. Do we think that they can beat Dallas at Dallas?
0: I think that's a big ask.
1: I don't know. I think that's a big ask too. But that's but three
0: losses right there.
1: That's three losses right there. So.
0: And so, then what? What game are you going to lose on that trip?
1: Yeah, I think on the trip, you, I think you're going to lose Phoenix, and I think potentially you could lose at Dallas. But I, but your win Houston, you're winning. You're going to lose.
0: You're going to lose New Orleans or Oklahoma City. You really think so? Yeah, I think that. And it again, it just depends on what what. Pelican's team comes to the yard um, and the impact that CJ McCallum has on that club, you're going to lose one of those games.
1: Well, they're going to have to deal with Zion, right? I mean, he's going to... No. He will be down at the buffet. Oh, um, my bad. sorry. You know. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Anyway, okay. So, you know, so on this roadie, you've got two losses, let's say. Let's just be realistic and say, you know, you... you you, What are you at? So, win, loss, win, win, loss, win. You know, so a 3-2 and two or whatever that is. And then... The thing that stands out to me is after you get through this first road trip, yeah, this is where things get really interesting because you get some home games here. So after you go to San Antonio to end that road trip, you come home for a couple. You're home for Sacramento, which I think is no gimme. Sacramento is no gimme. I can But easily... I chalked that
0: one up to a win.
1: Okay, so you're going to say that's a win versus Milwaukee at home. That's a loss. Okay, so that's a loss. So, you know, and then you've got Chicago at home. See, that's I went, a really tough one.
0: I vacillated uh, back and forth. If Alex Caruso plays, screw you, Jeremy Bolton. If he doesn't, <laughs> I kid. I'm. You're oh, casual. I'm totally kidding, JB. I'm kidding. Um, I think that that's that's again going to be a very difficult matchup because that's a team that doesn't play big. Right. You yeah. know, like in those. That's that's one of the main things I look at uh, in these games. Like. Which of these teams is playing big? You know, Dallas and, and, and isn't big. Phoenix no. has a big. Oklahoma, Phoenix
1: has several bigs actually.
0: Oklahoma, but how do those bigs play? Yeah, they're quick. And the biggest issue is DeAndre Ayton is an offensive threat, so Rudy really has to pay attention to the to the five, mm-hmm. and that's going to yeah pull him away from the rim a, a little bit because yeah. DeAndre Ayton shoots the elbow jumper really well. Yeah. So I I think. I think the Jazz have a better – I give them more of a chance to win that Phoenix game than you do mm-hmm. because I think Chris Paul is a big part of beating the Jazz um, because I think it, it makes Mike Conley work harder and I think it makes Donovan Mitchell work harder and I think it puts a lot more pressure on other guys to do things. Yeah. That's a formula for not success. The Jazz are, the, are at their best when they're playing and, – and this is just my opinion again – when they're playing teams – that are not as they do not get out and run and play Slow, you know, slam band basketball. basketball. Yeah. So they need that's why it's so close with Philly. Mm-hmm. With all due respect to Philadelphia, the Sixers don't get out and fly up and down the court. Right? They are more of a methodical team. Whereas you take an Oklahoma City, even like the 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 Houston Rockets, the Rockets love to get the ball off the rim and sprint down the floor. Right. That's why the Rockets you know, have had some tight games with the Jazz. This last one was a laugher, but where was it? Mm -hmm. It was at the Viv, right? So, anyway, all this to say, I think that's, I think they're going to, I'll give them the Bulls game.
1: Okay. So, after the Bulls, then you've got the Clippers. That's a win.
0: That's a win. No Paul George, no KY Mm -hmm. Leonard.
1: I don't know, dude. That's a win. Okay, now you're going back on the road for an East Coaster. New York Knicks, that's a win. At Brooklyn, that's probably a loss, in my opinion.
0: Is Kyrie playing?
1: March 21st, I would expect him to be, yeah.
0: I mean, and for those of you who missed it, the, the mayor of New York yesterday um, made a pretty groundbreaking statement, one, in, in the battle against COVID, two, it's New York City, and three, think about this statement right here, from the mayor of new york city as it relates to the nets and kyrie irving i'm going to follow the science i'm not going to get ahead of the science because i'm ready to get ahead of all of this and get back to a level of normalcy uh, but they're giving us clean structures they gave us benchmarks we're going to follow those benchmarks uh, but i look forward in the next few weeks uh, going to a real transformation that i don't have to wonder what you look like i would know what you look like
1: again <laughs> It's I huge. mean,
0: a, a, that is Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, essentially saying that these mask mandates are coming to an end. And all these COVID restrictions we've seen um, in New York City and New York State are coming to an end.
1: And the vaccine mandates, are they're looking at having those come to an end as well. Which so, is why Kyrie will be able to play most likely. Yeah,
0: and I think if the Nets get Kyrie Irving back, yeah. um, you know... I think that's a huge deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it makes them it makes them uh, uh, the title contender that we've we've wanted them to be, and I and I think that you know obviously Ben Simmons is going to start playing soon. Obviously, they had said that um, they what was that? You okay?
0: No, I'm just thinking about that. like you say Ben Simmons is going to play soon, and it's like fuck, man. Like how long is it going to take this guy to get into?
1: Well, he hasn't played in but and...
0: but but think about this. Yeah. Like you know how difficult it is. Just go to roll up to Vaza Fitness to play basketball after six months. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, your legs are sore. You're not shooting so well. But then try to do that in the NBA yeah. when you haven't played all year and you haven't been running up and down your VO2, your, 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 you know, like all that stuff, is you're just beat. So I don't know how long it takes him to get back. And what will they ask him to do? I think he is not their, their point guard. Well, they don't need him to bring the ball up, especially if Kyrie plays. So here's,
1: here's, so I agree with you. I think they could go one of two directions with Ben Simmons, and this is really important in the, in the, in the, um, you know, the conversation about whether the Jazz are going to win or lose this game. So if you're the Nets and you're and you're looking at your roster and you're thinking, okay, how can we in the early days of KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, you know, get some productive basketball played while these guys learn how to play together? I actually yeah. think because there there was video that came out of Ben Simmons working with Kyle Korver. For those of you who don't know, Kyle Korver is is like an assistant coach. Or whatever, he's a developmental, or a developmental. He's a developmental guy, coach. Yeah. You know, for the Nets. So Kyle Korver is working with with Ben Simmons right now on his jumper. So so if I'm the Nets, I'm saying let's keep everything really simple. Let's play simple basketball. Let's allow the talent that these guys possess to overcome whatever the defense throws at them. So if I'm if I'm looking at Ben Simmons. I'm saying my opinion is what I would do is I would say, hey, you run point guard, bring the ball up, and just get into the offense. Right now, that's what we're asking you to do. Play the yes. game, be in the flow of the game, because Ben Simmons thrives when he plays in the flow of the game. He's yes. not a great half but, court player.
0: But here's and this is the thing I think like in, in the way that the Nets relate to the Jazz. The Jazz are awfully good out on the break, right? But they're not so good at getting back defensively. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those games. And again, I give that game to Brooklyn. That's four losses in the second half now, because mm-hmm. I think they're going to need eighteen and six or nineteen and five to keep the four spot. Right. So
1: we're that's four losses if so you give them four the Brooklyn losses. Loss. Well over halfway through the games you have left. So here are some of the next games. So after this after next you one, play Brooklyn is the Celtics.
0: Where's that game? In Boston. In Boston. Boston. Knicks. Nets. Celtics. Yeah, I think that's that's loss number five right there because I, I I can't see them going to, the the way that Jalen's playing right now. The way that they that those two. I mean, you're getting really good performance, and it's because the Celtics have gotten healthy. Frankly, and the
1: other thing too that I that I want to make sure while we're talking about the schedule that that is pointed out is the majority of their second second half schedule post you know post All Star break schedule is on the road. Number one, that's the first thing you need to understand. Number two, when I look at this second road trip the timing with which the back-to-back comes into play yes. is not good for the Jazz At so, all. So you look at this, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, they've got some tough teams, but they could deal with this. I mean, this is, this is a schedule that you can navigate a little bit. So just hear me out on this as I go through this. So your first game tomorrow night, the 25th, is Dallas. All right, two days later, the 27th, you got the Suns. You get a nice break, like three-, four-day break before you play Houston. So you'll be rested for that one. Two days to play New Orleans, two days to play OKC, back-to-back after OKC in Dallas, two days of rest for Portland, right? Then you've got two days of rest at San Antonio, and this is kind of when the ass hits the fan. The wheels fall off the Yeah, this is kind of when things start getting tough for you. So after the San Antonio game, the very next night, you're at home for Sacramento, a very athletic team that's going to run your ass up and (laughs) down the floor, Yep. right? Then you get two days off, or a day and a half off. You play two days later at home versus Milwaukee. Two days versus the Bulls. Two days versus the Clippers. Two days versus the Knicks. Back-to-back Knicks to Brooklyn, which is why I think they will lose the Brooklyn game. They will be tired for that game. Two days of rest, you're at Boston. Two days of rest, you're at Charlotte. Two days of rest, you're at Dallas. Two days of rest, you're at at L.A. Finally, you come home. Oh, I don't know, to play the Lakers, and then you go right back out on the road for the Warriors. Come home for Memphis, home for OKC, home for Phoenix, and at Portland. So the back-to-back on that East Coast trip, I think, could really throw a wrench into into the flow of the team. Honestly, I I think that that's not great timing. Now, when I look at this schedule, if we want to look at it from the optimistic side of things. I think you got a lot of wins in this. I, I think you've got a decent amount of wins in this in this schedule.
0: I think you're 16 max. Well, I can't find I can't find 17, 18, 19. Well,
1: let's so let's look at it from an optimistic view, right? Let's story tell about hey maybe something helps them.
0: 19 and five.
1: Yeah, you you beat Dallas. Chris Paul isn't playing. You beat Phoenix. You're two and zero. You're 3-0 versus Houston, 4-0 versus New Orleans, which I would expect them to win both of those games for sure. You're 5-0 after you play OKC. Going to Dallas, you're 6-0, but it's an overtime game, let's say. You had to work your ass off, but you still found a way to win that game. 6-0 right there, starting the second half. You're going to Portland, you're 7-0, because I think they should beat Portland. They're better than Portland. Yes, they are. Right? San Antonio. I think that's that's a tough one. I don't I don't love that one. I think I'm at San you, Antonio. At San Antonio, you'd expect five thirty
0: in the afternoon on Friday, March eleventh.
1: Yeah, I don't love that matchup, but let's just say because we're being optimistic, you win that one too. You're seven and zero, home uh, home for Sacramento, eight zero. First loss is home for Milwaukee. You're eight and one, right? Second loss, you're home for the Bulls. You're eight and two, right? Now you're home for LA. The Clippers, right? You're nine and two. We're gonna call that a win. You're nine and two. All right, let's go out on the road. You're playing the Knicks at their place. You're ten and two. You're at Brooklyn. You're ten and three. Right? Yeah. You're at Boston. You're ten and four. You go to Charlotte. You're eleven and four. You go to Dallas. You're twelve and four.
0: I don't see him beating Charlotte, by the way, but
1: Well, you don't think that they'll beat Charlotte. No. Why? <laughs> because I think Charlotte
0: Charlotte was terrible going into the break, but they're well rested now and I'm telling that's the exact in the other team that really scares you in my opinion
1: is Sacramento. So let's say they lose to Charlotte. Let's say they lose to Charlotte I they'll hand they'll, they'll beat Sacramento I think. Let's say you lost to Charlotte mm-hmm. you're you're 12 and four with nine games left in the season. Right? So, nine games to win seven games, basically, is is what, is what they're tasked with. This is why they won't get to 19 wins right here. If yes. everything goes perfect up to the Charlotte game, this is why they won't win 19. The end of the season is a real bag slap, dude. Lakers, Dubs. At the Dubs. Grizzlies. Just those three games. Home for the Lakers. At the Warriors. Home for the, Gri- home for the Grizzlies.
0: The, and the good news is that that Warriors game is Saturday. That... Memphis game isn't until Tuesday yeah so you have a chance you'll be well rested if ands and butts knock on for Micah countertop mm-hmm. that you're healthy I I I think 16 is the top of the mountain yeah I mean I really honestly I what think is that, six, 16 and five, 16 and nine or 16 and nine 16 and nine yeah and, and I I I I think I would love to see them win 19 games but um, you know, I, I look at I look at the way that schedule's set up. My biggest concern is there's some real grinder games in there. Also, I worry about their health.
1: Also, if the good news about this though is that you have three games in here against Dallas, which is huge because yeah. they're the team chasing you. So yeah. if you can just win those three out of any of these, you're going to be fine. You're going to keep the four seats. So that's why I say I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna fall or lose the four seed. What the hell is that? <laughs> I'm screwing with my microphone. I apologize.
0: My bad. Okay. 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 I had to cough
1: and I don't you know. Okay. Anyway,
0: my point is I just think those get road, those those road trips, that East Coast trip is an absolute as you said bag slap.
1: Yeah, we're really focused on Philadelphia right now. You know,
0: I I think it'll be interesting. Uh Juan Baraco says Phoenix is not losing the first seed. We need to end up third seed to avoid them in the second round. It's you're not catching Memphis. Yeah. I, I just that and, and by the way, that Memphis game is critical. I think we all I mean that's a real that's a real tester, but yeah. if you look at the way um that things are that are are laid out right now in the NBA, I just don't see. And I don't know, I'd love to hear from you guys on this. I mean Memphis right now
1: has a full a full four game lead. Okay, so you have them. You've got them once. You've got them – I think you've got them twice. No, I thought just once. once. Just once here. Just once. So you're only going to get one opportunity to win that game, and I don't even like your chances with that. So I don't think – I agree with no. you. I don't think that the Jazz are going to catch Memphis. I just I just think they're they're out of time, and, and they'd have to play like 900 basketball to do it.
0: Here's my question. Do the Nuggets get Jamal Murray back? Yeah, probably. And is it right now? Because there's he's practicing. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets are only three games behind the the Jazz. And if the Jazz, I think the Jazz, to hold on to that fourth spot, the Jazz need 19 wins. Mm-hmm. Because they're only a game and a half up on Dallas, and with multiple trips to, to, you know, multiple games against Dallas, I mean, you can clearly see the path that Dallas can yeah. catch the Jazz. That Those Dallas games, in my opinion, are must-wins. season-defining. They're must-wins. Season must but – you know, I, I look at I look at Denver, and if Denver gets I, – I, I think Michael Porter Jr. is highly unlikely. I think it's it's just highly unlikely with his issues and this back thing. And I know people say that MPJ is probable <laughs> or there's a good chance He'll he could be come back. back.
1: He'll be back, but like full power MPJ? I
0: don't think so. I don't know about that. But the other thing is they don't see the, the Nuggets the second half of the season. Yeah. You know, the, the last 24 games. So my feeling is that Jazz are either the fourth seed or the fifth seed, and yeah. I think they have absolutely got to beat Dallas all three times. And I think if if they don't win, if they don't win 19 games, I don't see them staying ahead of Dallas. I, I really don't. And I think that you but, are because yeah, if you have what three games against the Mavs, yep, you got to win two of those three. I mean, because every game's a full game swing, right? You gotta win two of those three, and you can't you can't lose the games you're supposed to win. Yeah, you have to beat the lesser opponents. That's why games like Houston, that's why games like Oklahoma City are just such ball breakers. You know, you because they have them. they take so much of your energy because of the style that yeah. those teams play. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in the middle. My official my official prediction official. is official officially official. Yeah, that they're seventeen and eight. Okay. That's that's my I like that's that. or seven I guess that'd be seventeen and seven, excuse me. Yeah, I like um, that. Um that's that's where I'm at on it. I think they're seventeen and seven to finish the season. I think they finish in the fifth spot, they lose home court advantage, and now ask let, let's talk let's you know, obviously this is all gonna change if they lose a guy. If they if they start dropping bodies, we're gonna we'll we'll have to revisit that. But mm-hmm. seventeen and seven feels like the right number to me. Yeah, I agree. You I know, think. like I, I don't know how to. I, I would love to see this team. I think their absolute maximum ceiling is 19 and five, if everything goes perfectly. 19 and five. Yeah. I, I mean, you're gonna lose some of those games just by, by the grind of the NBA season. Right. 19 and five feels like where it's at for me. So let's get some of your thoughts in here. Uh, let's see, Rudy Sanchez. Good morning to you, my friend. Uh, Blind Swordsman. What's up, Buck? Good to see you. He says, no, playoff seating should not matter. I agree. Uh, James Knight, what's up? He says, it's the Rudy Gobert hour. Let's do it, lads. Oh, okay. he's hating, dog. Neville 93 says, good morning, Jake and Monty. What's up, Nev? Hello. hello. Uh, Jeremy Bolton, bonjour, mon fros. Hey, guys. Uh, what's up? Uh, <laughs> BB says, yep, home court uh, altitude helps, but it helps uh, for the next round as well. But health will matter more. God, that's such a good point. Yep. Dop Hop says, morning, guys. What's up, Dop Hop? BB says, um, first-round loss would mean the Jazz nuclear bomb on this team. I don't know. Keep it real. I I, I mean, he is keepsing it real, right? But is Danny Ainge going to keep it realer? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't know, Doc. I don't know. know. Uh,
0: Eric C., what's up? He says, damn, it's chilly in L.A. this morning. It really is. It's like 39 degrees. Um, The glass cutters are out, let me tell you. Wow. Uh, Damn, 20 degrees in SLC right now. I... I miss home. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, L.A. Ha. It's cold as ship in Utah. Yeah. There's snow. No kidding. Jeremy Bolton says not to rub it in, but going to go hit some pow pow at the slopes. No big deal. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I had to say that, didn't you? Skis or snowboard? Come on, snowboard. man. Snowboard. Don't on, be an idiot. Stop it. Don't be an stop idiot,
1: it. dude. Come on.
0: Jeremy Bolton says hey, Alex Caruso's a casual who can't get off the bench. Well, <laughs> when, you, when you
1: have a broken wrist. Yeah.
0: Uh, Gavin Vega. What's up, Gav? Uh, he says, morning, guys. Been a while since I've been in chat, but I'm glad to be back, and we're glad to have you. Exciting stuff happening, and hopefully I can tune in more frequently now. Cool, nice, man. Nice, dude. Welcome. Uh, BB says, Democrats finally, after two years, ending their 15 days to stop the spread. Here we go. All right, let's move on. Better career, Corver or Reddick? Oh, J.J.
1: J- J Reddick. J.J. J- 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 uh,
0: I think I think they're probably pretty close, although... So does Reddick have a ring?
1: I think.
0: I don't think he does. Okay, does JJ Reddick have a ring? We gotta
1: Google it.
0: I don't think JJ Reddick has a ring. I mean, I could be wrong. in In that statement, but Sixers, Lakers, or Sixers Clippers. You know, I I don't see that the, I don't see that the homie's got a ring. You know, like I, like I said. No, he didn't could be wrong about that. see i'm never no. wrong about anything no i'm perfect in every way shape or form and i'm hung yeah um but neither did corver but corver's a blue jay what what does that mean are you really going to disrespect me like that corver's a blue jay he went to creighton
1: okay fuck you how's that who, who the f- like what
0: <laughs> what what uh i think they're probably pretty equal I would take J.J. Reddick just because he's calling out fat ass. So I mean, Zion Williamson, my bad. Um, fat. BB says, ha, back-to-back does Conley play or Butler plays, we win. You know, butler never plays. What are you talking who,
1: about? I, there's a Butler on this team. Jared who? Yeah.
0: Wait, from Subway? Isn't he in prison for kiddie porn? Wow. Frank H- <laughs> Hi. Frank Gage says, I think we should rest and get the sixth seed. We go 18-6 and six or whatever, and everyone's going to be tired. Uh, hurt, etc. Plus, the Grizz can't beat us in with small ball like Dallas. Also, Joker kills Rudy every game.
1: Oh, I think Memphis could beat you with small ball. I
0: want nothing to do with the Memphis Grizzlies in yeah, the playoffs. Dude. Nothing. No, I'm good. Jazz
1: got Jazz got a point
0: to prove this year. Yeah, Giggity says the schedule will allow the team to get the Jazz fans excited heading into the playoffs, then disappoint them with the second round exit.
1: I'm screwed.
0: Uh, Giggity is spelled a hole. A a. You spell Giggity a h. Wow. You ain't wrong, no giggity. You ain't wrong. James Knight said, okay, cool. You found the schedule. Okay. He, he, clearly, no. Uh, Juan Barraco says, Phoenix is not losing the first seed. We need to end up third seed to avoid them in the second round. And yes, I am already considering this type of stuff. You should be. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, Alex Caruso is currently averaging a triple double 11 and a half burritos, 12 ounces of weed, and 48 bench minimum. <laughs> 48 bench minutes. I agree with you on that. Caleb, what's up? He says, uh, Utah Jazz currently sixth overall in the NBA, fourth in the West. No room for 500 basketball. Must be all in for the final stretch. That's the hard part, too, Caleb, because I think that the Jazz – I think you're right. I think the Jazz need to win every game they can win. But to Baracko's point, at what cost? Because it ain't – I mean, you're senior citizens. I mean – you look at Bogey. Bogey's limping and holding a finger every single possession, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you look at the loss of Joe Ingles and what that means to the chemistry of this By club the way, already. By he had
1: ACL surgery.
0: Yeah, and, I, and he is I, – I hope he does come back. Yeah. I really do hope that he, he – he, get, he comes back and plays one Listen, more season. if you're
1: going to have some dog crap season next year, bring Joe Ingles back, please. I don't do think – I base. I
0: honestly think that – I think it's going to be much more difficult to bring him back. We can talk about that yeah. in the summer. But yeah. um, I think you're uh, – the problem is I think a lot of your guys – and Mike Conley is probably the best example of this. A lot of your guys are going to need rest.
1: Yeah, well, I think, I think, you know, guys like Mike Conley – I mean, hell, even Donovan. I mean, Donovan, like it or hate it, I mean – even though he's younger, like he's had injuries in the playoffs. We've seen it. And but it, I'm
0: it. telling you, if Don gets hurt in the regular season.
1: Yeah. Well, there's no, hey, there's no reason to rush him back. There's just not. But
0: what does that do, though? What did we see last year? Mm-hmm. We saw Mike Conley have to carry the load.
1: Yeah, that ain't happening this year.
0: Back-to-back in Minnesota last year, Mike gets hurt. We really never see him
1: again. Pretty much. So,
0: uh, Cable said, Vets on the club need to help this team start games strong and close games out. That's one of the crazy things about this jazz team is why are they struggling to close games?
1: Because Mike Conley is not doing what Mike Conley should yeah. be doing, which is leading the team.
0: Um, let's see. Almedin Mustafik. I probably Who the fuck f- are you? Almedin uh, Almedin? I'm sorry. I'm Who the fuck is that guy? Uh Musta is your name now, because that's easy to pronounce. Yeah. Uh what do you guys think the Jazz can beat in the West if they play at their absolute best? Like with in a this seven roster? game series? Or if they play yeah. Let's let's go both. It there's if the Jazz are at their absolute best and let's say Rudy Gay's healthy right. and playing. Right. I don't know that they they are they're they're capable enough to beat anybody. I mean, if this team is a hundo P and guys are healthy... And, I'm sorry,
1: did you say a hundo P? Yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead, continue. If
0: this team's a hundo P, bruh, <laughs> if they're healthy 100%, <laughs> there's not a team in the NBA that Jazz can't beat. Yeah. The problem is that's been so rare over the last 12 months. hmm I mean, we're going on a year of, of big-time injuries to key guys and... You know, I I think Donovan probably By the way, I don't know what his health thing is.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the curious part about this. It's a non-COVID-related illness. Let's hope he's fine. You know, let's hope that he
0: doesn't have the cough that plagued me for six weeks. Dude, it's I mean, it's rough. I mean, let's hope that he's <coughs> okay. I mean, <coughs> at their level best, they're they're as good as anybody. The problem is Right now, what the, at the best we've seen this year, I think they're a couple-O Phoenix. I think they're a couple-O Memphis. I think they're probably a couple-O Golden State. If they're a mid team healthy. right
1: now. Let's, but, I mean, let's be honest about it. But how good is Golden State if everything's equal? If, they're if, better than if, the Jazz. They're, if, they're equal to the Suns.
0: If Dre's healthy. Yeah. I mean, if because you can see Clay got his legs back right before the break.
1: The Warriors at full strength are our top three teams in the entire league. I mean that's just where they're at. I mean, at they, full a, strength
0: are the Jazz at full strength, are the Jazz a top three team in the NBA? No. I would say
1: not. They're a top five team, I think. I top think top
0: five. I think Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee. And, oh well fuck. Milwaukee. So Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philly are better than
1: the Jazz. You got. You have to have. You have no. The Jazz are not a top five team. Actually, I think I, I got to take Philly out of that though until we see what James Harden is.
0: Because what? What is? Because we still have no idea what that's gonna.
1: Yeah, but right now, but right now, Philly, Philly is one of the best teams in the league, and I would take them over the Jazz in a in a seven game or simply but, because of the Joel Rudy matchup. But like, can
0: you do that though? I mean, I I think if James Harden and I guess this is is James Harden the shit show we saw in in Brooklyn? He's
1: better as a Sixer than he was as a Net. Well then, 100%. they're better than the Jazz. I mean, if if and
0: that's the case, if if James Harden is effective and you know if he is if he's dedicated because he was not, you can't tell me he was all in in Brooklyn. 100%. I I just don't I I don't see that. And
1: he's not a guy that fits in in, in a trio, right? He's not a guy. He's again. Well, that much due is respect, clear. With all due respect to James Harden, he's too selfish to play in a trio. But wait,
0: they were they. Didn't they only lose? They they were really they were almost unbeatable when Katie Kyrie and and Chubby played together, right? <laughs> what? Fat? What? Fat? Fat? What? Oh wait, Zion's in New Orleans. Fat. Anyway, the point is, I'm a jerk. When Kyrie, Katie, and James Harden yeah, played I together, they, they were uh, yeah. Elite. They won
1: like ninety percent of their games without. But, that but was they like,
0: played like three games together. Yeah, was a so, problem, so and not in the
1: playoffs. James Harden didn't forget how to put up fifty in a game. He didn't forget how to how to how to pass yeah. or, or how to score at a really elite level. And I think that he he now has a point to prove. We heard it from him. Yes. that that he had major concerns over perception from major the fan key. from the fan base. So yeah. so. James Harden is going to take this run up to the playoffs and through the playoffs extremely seriously. Okay, so
0: Milwaukee, opinion. Brooklyn, all all things being equal, yes. everybody's Hondo yes. P. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and uh, Philly are better. Phoenix, and certainly Golden State, and and I put Memphis. That's six teams right there. I think Memphis is better. At 100%, Memphis is better After than
1: the After those teams, the Jazz are right there. So, the Jazz yeah. are definitely a top-ten team in the league. I think after those six teams, the Jazz are right there.
0: I think it would be tough for the Jazz to beat any of those teams in a long series.
1: Yeah. 100%. Just being honest yeah. with you. Yeah,
0: 100%. Musta, M- 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 I think that would be tough. Tau Unga says, morning, Fookers. What's up, Tao? Uh, Caleb says, vets uh, on the club need to help this team start game strong. I read that. Sorry. Yes, they do. Uh, Cody Strickland uh, says, I can say they go 19-5 and five is good, but I think – the Sun's going to struggle without Chris, and I feel like, whoa, comment dump. Um, Hello? Wow, that's a huge comment dump. But I think the Sun's going to struggle without Chris, and I feel like Memphis is going to have a huge hit as a, as well. I think we all will be surprised at the end of the season. We'll Health see. is the great equalizer. It always has I mean, been. it always has been. Water's wet and Chris Paul's hurt. You know, you know. I've – but it, you know, I don't know, man. I I just want the Jazz to be healthy. I want I want them to go into the postseason with everybody available. Yeah, that's what you need out of this roster. It's been so rare. I feel like over the last two years, mm-hmm. even all the way back to the bubble, hell, three years.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, guys hurt, guys in, guys out. COVID this, COVID that, like. Yeah. Bogey with his this and Bogey's mom and, like, you know. Luca's
1: mom and, you know. It's just, it's
0: been so frustrating to watch this jazz team just walk right up to the line and then Mike Conley's hamstring. And
1: And as you can see, I'm going through some
0: shit right now. Oh, and then Donovan's ankle. And, you know, like, it's just been, it's been so frustrating because we've never seen this team in the biggest moments. Mm Mm-hmm. Largely because of injury. Facts. So you just want to see him get that shot. Greg Hawkins, sup? Um, No, J.J. Reddick doesn't have a ring. Thank you. Greg Hawkins is going to be in another movie. Some pretty good news. What movie are you going to be in? I saw that um, if you don't follow Greg Hawkins on uh, Insta, he's a pretty good follow. Um, He is an attractive, good-looking young man. I'm better looking than you, but, you know, the talent scouts just haven't found me. I'm for real. You know. I'm for real. I could model bathing suits for, you know, a big and tall store. Hey, guys. And stuff. (laughs) Wow. Greg's like a model, a TV star, an actor. You know, he pretty much does, you know, he does everything. Eric and Raleigh says, Yo. Caleb says ACC champion
1: in college. Hey, that's true, though. That's yeah, true. TJ is. Duke is
0: Duke. Duke is Duke. Duke, Duke, is Duke. Duke. I mean, you know, what do you, what do you want Duke. me to say? Duke you know, is Duke.
1: Austin Rivers and Kyrie and stuff. And shit. Yeah. Uh, Neville
0: 93 says, since you guys have been gone a year for uh, gone, a four-year-old boy shoots at police in Utah, and two Blackhawks crash in a ski yes, resort. Yes, we've been following, It's dude. chaos when the Monte Karma leaves the state. How about So this four-year-old kid. His dad's getting arrested. The four-year-old kid grabs a gun and shoots at the cops. Keep it real. And I I'm amazed by it.
1: I'm amazed by it. It doesn't surprise me even a little bit.
0: It's amazing. And those Blackhawks going down at that ski resort.
1: Uh, you know, Snowbird. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't Snowbird. Yeah, I think it was.
0: I think I think it was Snow Basin. Okay. Domaze. Uh. <laughs> He's a bum. Cody Strickland says, uh, by the way, to catch up on your previous episode, Boozer left the jazz bust. D. Will got traded and was a bust. Malone ended his career on a low note with the Lakers bust. Too fucking bad, man. Yeah, Hayward became an injury prone. So quite a few jazz players did nothing after leaving. True. BB says, ha Subway. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jeremy Bolton says, I'd rather go into the playoffs with a fresh, healthy team with a sixth or seventh seed than a second or third and not be healthy. So totally can true. We, can
1: we use that same logic on the Lakers then?
0: Nope. Caleb says, uh, right, LOL, reset is important. We can't be gassed come the playoffs. Truth. Eric says, need to avoid seventh seed to stay out of the play-in tournament. Truth. Caleb says started off with uh started off the Lakers game 0 and 10. That's not going to cut it. Yeah. No. Wait, are you saying going 0 for 10 <coughs> is not good? Is that a bad thing? <coughs> that was frustr. That game was frustrating. If you're a Jazz fan. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Vega. Vega. Uh, you guys got me motivated each morning at the this past year I had to to work two jobs to pay off a car loan from a freak accident that I had in a random health issue that caused me to have surgery. Jesus, damn. Bro. Appreciate you, man. Um, Eventually, listening to your podcast is what uh, helping keep going. And now I've got a job opportunity to where I'm getting a company car and we will be making a salary. And now can keep it moving. Good for you. Good for you, Vega. Way to go, man. Yes, sir. One day at a time, one foot in front of you. You know, it's so funny. Yeah. I was talking to, I went out to dinner with a really good friend of mine that I had not seen in years. Mm Mm-hmm. And we all have the same issues like they him and his his wife, we were talking and they've got health issues in their family and they're dealing with, uh, you know, age and Mm -hmm. we're all going through the same thing. And like there's just been like I've talked to or seen so many people I haven't seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. So many people have lost somebody over the last two years like and a lot of it is not even pandemic related like. I just feel like in this country, where we're so developed and we have so much technology, but bro, you you twist an ankle and it's like, oh fuck, here comes dementia, or mm-hmm. oh god, here comes like, you're just, none of us are very far away from disaster. I'm Shiva, the god of death. I'm telling you, wake up every day and have some freaking gratitude for your life. Have some have some understanding. Of how good you have it, we were sitting at Poncho's in Manhattan Beach last night, drinking a a, a mango marg a frozen mango margarita which was bomb. Mm -hmm. I had some enchilada suiza, suiza, suiza. Um, I thought about you. Thank you. Um, Because they had amazing beans and rice, like, and I was just sitting there telling these people I was sitting with, like, man, I like I miss you guys. I mean, it's been too long. And I'm really appreciative that we're sitting at this table, but it just made me realize, man, I got it good. I got it good. Like, I, I, I'm i healthy. I'm happy. I make good money. I have you're a good lazy job. Ass in the gym. You know, like, we work out. I miss working out, right? But just wake up every day with some gratitude and understanding of how good you have it. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, you're going to blink, and it's all going to be gone. Yep. And you can't unwind the watch, bro like when something goes wrong when your life goes sideways you it, it's too late to say man i wish i had so just do it now yeah you know like we're none of us are getting any younger and i don't care if you're 15 25 35 85 it's not too late yeah have some gratitude man i'm i'm happy for you Vega. I, I really you're one of our long times, and I appreciate you being here. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says the Cal- uh, the California is really getting to you, Tim. Hundo P, bra- it's not Hundo P, it's Hundo P bra.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you. Rando. Uh,
0: <laughs> Eric C says, Jesus, Gavin, glad you're back in the Monty cult. Me too. Uh, wow, another comment dump. Uh, James Knight um, says, you just couldn't clear that public uh, that pubic hair, could you, Monty? No was stuck deep in the base of my throat. Anyway. <coughs> what? I like toilet seats. Gavin, uh, I'm glad you're back. Uh, he says, thanks for the motivation and thanks for entertaining because it helped me stay positive. Good things happen to those who stay up on themselves. Right. Amen. Hey. Exactly right. Uh, Caleb says, Donovan is in a stage in his career where he can use, quote-unquote, illness as an excuse to pull the Kawhi card for the rest instead. Ooh. Well, yeah. G- Caleb? Caleb? Don't. 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 Don't be. No. Let's settle this right now. I There's so many people who are saying what Caleb said. D- oh, Do you he did. any truth to it? I don't. Info I think. Infowars.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting on the tinfoil hat. We need a prop for when you play that drop and put on a tinfoil hat. Well, Infowars.com. No. Donovan's not here because uh, he's fighting in Ukraine. Infowars.com. Donovan, uh, Donovan um, you know, he's um, he's infected with some rare disease.
1: Afghanistan.
0: <laughs> oh, you know why Donovan's sick? He got the vaccine and it's just wrecking havoc on his body.
1: The coronavirus. <laughs>
0: That's what this is, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Donovan, actually, he's he's not, he wasn't at the All-Star game because he was abducted by aliens. Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> he's, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Donovan's a double agent. I don't know. Wow. I don't even have dangerous misinformation. He's he, he's on a mission from God. Like for instance, <laughs> Donovan. Donovan's not sick. You know, I, I don't know why is he wearing glasses. Donovan wears glasses because he's secretly Superman. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't buy it, Caleb. I really don't. Uh, BB says, Donovan, amazing offense. Rudy, amazing defense. But this year, Conley and Bogey are the inconsistent constant. Yeah, and, and Rudy and Don have not played a whole lot of games together recently. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. Clarkson has been inconsistent, too. Sucks after the year he had last year. Yeah, but I don't know how you explain the year that Jordan
1: Clarkson had. I think, listen, dude, I think here's what happens with, with this team. And, and this is this kind of speaks to the roster construction portion, They and and I've been saying this, they ask guys to do too much. You ask and need dudes like Bogdanovich to do too much, right? You have a famous saying on the show, for the Jazz to win consistently, bogey has got to put up 20 every night. But that that's a very rare thing. And I think Jordan Clarkson is another one of these guys where yes. you're hoping he'll come off the bench and give you like 25, 30 points. And when he does that, you know, once, twice a month, because that's about what he's been doing it this year. Once or twice a month, honestly. Yes. You know, when he does that, they obviously dominate. But it's been so rare for him, and I feel like he's never really gotten in the groove. And I think when you're talking about a six man of the year, um, when you're talking about a guy who comes off the bench and is that spark, you guys got to realize. And and I guess I would guess some of you thought about this, like like the the way a six man thrives coming off the bench is knowing, okay, I'm going to come in right about this same time every single game, right? In the first quarter, I'm going to come in with seven minutes left in the quarter, and my job is to put up a quick ten points. Yes, that's my job. That's right. But the problem this year has been, hey, you're going to come in at that time, but you have no idea who in the hell you're going to be playing with because of all these injuries. You have no idea. So the flow is off. He, he, he's he he's got Rudy telling him to pass more and Quinn telling him to shoot more. Like, I can understand why Jordan Clarkson has struggled this year. I can make a case that he's a trade ship or was a trade ship because obviously we're past the deadline, right? But at the same time, I could also make a case that you should stick it out with Jordan Clarkson. That you should that you should have some some appreciation for what he did last year because it is the best of times and it is the worst of times with Jordan Clarkson. Okay, wait, uh, totally off schedule. Yeah,
0: they're now trying to rescue a tour group that was in Ukraine oh, when the fuck. Russians attacked. Get
1: out of here! Why are you on a Dude, tour in what Ukraine are we doing right now, bro? Anyway, bro, what, wh- what,
0: <laughs> I went, somebody sent me a Twitter DM and something totally unrelated bro. about gratitude and love and whatever. Um, and I, the first story I see is tour group whereabouts unknown after Russia attacks Ukraine. You just you, gave a gift to the Russians. You open the thing and it, it says that there's a tour group in Ukraine who's missing because of the nazis you, you wait so you Dude. didn't cancel a tour to ukraine knowing the russians anyway keep it real i keeps <laughs> it real
1: uh hey guys 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 guys, guys, guys. guys let's get on Whatever. the bus and go to ukraine when there's bombs going off
0: and then eric sees like brandon whiteside says all sports are going to stop russia has started world war three eric c says what's up brandon <laughs> Why would you Welcome say that? Welcome to the chat. Why would you say that? Like, that's a Let's Go Brandon reference, right. I think. I don't yeah. know. Brandon says, living the dream, Eric, living the dream. <laughs> um, Eric on the Russia stuff, it's getting crazy. Fat Jesus says, appreciate Jack in the Box mini nacho tacos. Bro, we have <gasps> Oh, my to God. Go oh, my God.
1: We're going to Jack in the Box this morning. Bro. We're
0: doing it. My Mrs. Monty, like, whipped it out the other day. Whoa. It, it, Whoa. Well, I mean her credit card. I'ma uh, get medieval on your ass. He went to Jack, Dude. and she's like, "Yeah, like I'm like, okay, I'll have an ultimate cheeseburger." Jake, what do you want? Well, I have an ultimate cheeseburger too. My wife's like, "Hey, yeah, I'll take a a 15 pack of mini tacos, please." shit! <laughs> and we're like, "What the? F-? They're like what? That's not that's you. That's not what we're about. Yeah, that's not who we are.
1: We Turns are down. now because <laughs> those
0: mini tacos at at Jack Dude, in the they're Box are so legit." Dude, if you eat one of those and you not become instantly into They are so like, throb, like, aroused. like Dude. I don't know what that noise is for. But a what point is. Direction? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Caleb says, amen. Not take a day for granted. Please don't. Jair Murray Jr. What's up? He says, hi, guys. Love the show. Um, Eric C. says, what the F is Blues Brothers?
1: Stop it. You did not just say, what is Blues Brothers? Dude.
0: I'm sorry if you're offended by that.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm pissed. I'm offended. Says the guy who's never fucking seen The Godfather.
0: Too fucking bad, man. Idiot. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Bolton says, I appreciate the Blues Brothers reference, Monty. No, nice. I you know what, what the Blues the bro- Brothers reference is, is. The Blues Brothers. Do you know which, which reference he's referring to? No. You don't. I'm on a mission from God. Dude. That's from the Blues Brothers. Dude. You're pretty crazy trying not to watch too much news. Jake's been spot on with the drops today. He has been.
1: Thanks. I'm working hard over here, you know. He has
0: been. Yeah. Jair uh, Murray Jr. says, keep up the great takes. Thanks, man. Um, Do you think the Jazz can make the Western Conference Finals? No. Nope. Brandon Whiteside says, what about Trump and MAGA supporting Russia? Yikes. Yeah, that's not a good look. Uh, We will talk about the Russia attack today or no. We can. Probably shouldn't. Eric C. says, not totally a, not a Let's Go Brandon reference. I'm disappointed. You're stuff. casual. <laughs> <sighs> oh, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Let's Go Brandon. No, that's not, no.
1: I, I didn't, I, you know. You know uh,
0: never, never. never.
1: <laughs> I never would have said that.
0: Cody Strickland says, no one is supporting Russia, bro. Uh, Donald Trump's supporting Russia. Keep it real. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Like, he's openly cheering. The The funny part about this whole, no, I'm not doing it. Um,
1: the election was rigged. Quinn
0: Moyer says, how do you know who the Blues Brothers are? How do you not know who the Blues Brothers are? Sometimes I think I just say shit. Sample comes out of my mouth. Seriously. Fat Jesus is like, what's Jaws exactly? You've never seen Jaws. Nope.
1: <laughs> not interested.
0: I should have had a daughter, man. Uh how do you you know, Jeremy Bolton says, you see, I'm from I'm a, I'm from a m from God. Exactly. Brandon Whiteside says, Trump calling Putin smart. Cody Strickland says, Juan B, go to Lucky Thirteen, best burger. Oh, Lucky Thirteen, the so peanut good. butter burger. Oh my god. Yeah, that's good. Okay, <sighs> I feel better. Do you? It's real quick, speaking of uh Putin and <coughs> Trump, <clears throat> so there's there's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fat Jesus, stop it. Uh, he says, there's good people on both sides of the Russian-Ukraine conflict. <laughs> Do you understand what that's a reference to? You don't fucking understand that. Send help, please. Send you guys help. Ever want. Kick it, we'll flow. Donald Trump said that there are good people on both sides of the... Never mind. This is when you're supposed to say about Russia...
1: They cut people's heads off. They cut people's heads off. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. <laughs> no, you don't. The Saudis, Ukraine, or Donnie? You know. Um.
0: So there's an update on the Saudi golf tour thing. Um. <laughs> First of all, do you understand? Like, we were sitting around listening to the podcast yesterday, working at the Yelpatory. Um, oh. <laughs> and we're laughing at our our we were yeah. Our show was funny yesterday, I thought. Um but we're sitting around listening to it and Greg Norman, who apparently is like the legend Greg Norman. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Golfer? No, you don't. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. He used to bang hot chicks. It's okay, fine. Good. Um yeah. Greg Norman, the Australian, howdy might put a shrimp on the Bobby. Sorry, James. Uh anyway. He's running the whole golf thing for the Saudis, who cut people's heads off. Yeah, there you go. Um, And (laughs) (laughs) So the PGA Tour had a meeting Tuesday at the Honda Classic. Right. And they essentially said, hey, assholes, anybody that goes and plays for the Saudis, we're taking your PGA Tour card away forever.
1: You're so fucked.
0: So Greg Norman running the thing for the head loppers, Says um, the head loppers. Yeah, sends a note to all of the players and agents and says it's against the law for them to do that. Yeah. To which the PGA Tour said, "What <laughs> okay, fuck you? Yeah, was that? watch me." I think the PGA Tour is actually doing the right thing. Yeah. And I think if if Mickelson, I'm so disappointed in Phil Mickelson. But you guys probably don't know that I'm like I am not even a closeted golf fan. Like I like I enjoy watching golf. I'm terrible playing golf, so I don't generally go play lots of golf because I, well, I suck out loud. Right. Um, but I really had I like Phil Mickelson. Well, liked Phil Mickelson until he supported state-run terrorism. I don't give a fuck. You know, other than that, Phil's a good guy in the head chopping off. They me.
1: cut people's heads off, <laughs> Phil.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus. Hey, hey,
0: Phil. I don't know if you know this. Uh, anyway. I'm out on Phil Mickelson altogether. I think, and we we debated this yesterday on the show. Should they ban Phil
1: Mickelson? Listen, listen, hear me out. You gotta work really hard to disgrace yourself on a higher level than Tiger Woods did in his heyday. Uh, that was Phil, oh, that, that was Phil's career crashing in the background. <laughs>
0: anyway, I'm just telling you. The PGA Tour is doing this right. If you're gonna go take money from terrorists, yeah, you can't Ban play them. on our tour. Ban them. Ban you them know, like, what you know who they are. They kill gays. They kill women. They kill Do you hear about this thing in Texas? How about this shit going on in Texas with the the, the governor of Texas Greg Abbott essentially said, Hey, if 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 you're trans, you and your parents are going to jail. And we were saying that. That's where we are in this country, bro. So it's not bad enough that we exile Latinos, blacks, Asians. It's not bad enough that we're walking up to Asian folks on the streets of America and punching them in the face. This is fucking America. Now in Texas, if you're in, essentially, if you're trans, and Greg Abbott is telling teachers, counselors, law enforcement, he opened season on on the trans community in Texas, and it's essentially said, "If you're trans, we're gonna we're going to put you in jail."
1: And I'm just I, like, "What are we doing, Phil?" Yeah. Like, what that's that's what. What are we doing, Phil? What are we doing, Greg? What are we doing, Donnie? What are I don't we know doing, what we're doing, Pooty. Like, what are we doing?
0: Brandon Whiteside wants to know if Monty just came out of the golf closet. I I think I did. I think I did. Uh, Quentin Moyer says, I love watching and playing golf, but I get a lot of shit for it, and those people are crazy. I think golf's great. Yeah. You know? I mean, other than the fact they cut people's
1: heads off, Phil. Idiot. What are we doing? Like, do you understand?
0: Okay, Russia, Ukraine, real quick. Yeah,
1: yeah, really quick. Let's not get into World War III.
0: You're – hey, Donnie. Donnie. Like, look, man, you know, it's cool. I understand you're upset you lost. I want you to listen to me. You're rooting for the Russians because Uncle Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, whatever you want to call him, because Uncle Joe Biden Mm -hmm. won the election. Mm -hmm. So now you're rooting for the Russians. It's actually not that easy, but for me, it was easy. To go and kill a bunch of Ukrainians to make Joe Biden supposedly look bad? I'm not a big fan of fucks.
1: What the fuck are we doing? Like are you serious? Dude, they're the Russians. It's the Russians. Right, but he's colluding with the Russians and has been for like 10 years.
0: Donnie, it's the Russians, bro.
1: Right. Yeah. We all know that.
0: It's they're the the, the, the Ruskies. Right. Right. The KGB. Putin. Like yeah. you're you're rooting I mean, I'll for I'll drop them. that motherfucker. Do you understand how crazy this country has become? Yeah. We can't talk about masks or vaccines. We can't share science or ideas. And now we're rooting for the Russians. Nazis. We're rooting for the Russians.
1: Excellent. Excellent, bro. Excellent. I feel better. What else are people saying?
0: There are good people on both sides of the head lopping off incident. No. final, They're not. They're not. They're not. Anyway. Should we talk about our trip here? Yes. More today's our. Time. By the way, today's our last show here yeah. in LA. Uh, we're off tomorrow because I have to go to Morton's the Steakhouse. We, oui. we, oui. sorry, two O's and goose boys. Do
1: you enjoy flexing on the family? Because the, Mort- <laughs> the Morton's experience is going to be epic.
0: Okay, so yeah, we're kind of flexing on people. Yeah, I am not. I uh, listen. I am very grateful for what I have.
1: Mm.
0: I don't really worry about much. I drive a nice car. I'm well Oody. hung.
1: Yeah, I have a hoodie. Okay, on. did you just say I'm well hung? Hey, man, my you know my pipe. This is a my this <laughs> is a YouTube podcast. In an audio podcast with literally like probably fifteen thousand downloads a day. Now you know that's nothing compared to Joe Rogan, but you know we do our fair share. And you just rolled out with I'm well
0: hung. God, he makes two hundred million dollars from. Spotify. What's up, motherfuckers? Man, But my pipe's not freezing in the Olympics, okay. so how well See, hung can I be? See, right? that's progress. Like that's a small I, win. I, I probably need to step my game up, Yeah, um, as my guy Jay Johnson would say. Uh, but the point is, I'm a man. I, I have it pretty good. Right. I have a hot wife. We're really good friends. I have really good friends. I travel when I want. I make good money. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it's my birthday year. Right.
1: right, it's your birthday year. Right,
0: and it is the month of my birthday year. Right,
1: I'm a fucking unit.
0: Right, so let's see. I went to Lowry's the prime rib. We, oui. we, oui. thank you.
1: We, oui. thank you.
0: Uh, went to Lowry's the prime rib. Eh, yeah. when you can go to Lowry's the prime rib in on La Cienega in Beverly Hills. Yeah, and you're like, eh. I frankly enjoyed Carney's hot dogs more than Lowry's. Come on, man. Uh, You're serious. Bro,
1: (laughs) what the fuck? What's going on with you this morning, dude? What the fuck? I have
0: no idea where that came from. Keep it real. (laughs) (laughs) Just out of the blue. Okay. That, I don't know how that happened. Um, Dude. But we've had some interesting times here in Los Angeles. And, the drive out was fantastic. Right. Um, your girlfriend being here has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why you haven't put a ring in it yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> on it. <laughs> Bro. I'm thinking like nine thoughts at one time. Uh, I don't know why you haven't proposed. Have you said I love you yet? No. She put a card in your computer she this did. morning.
1: Yes. I I have visual proof, actually.
0: So wait. She doesn't listen to this show, yeah, by the way.
1: She doesn't way. listen to the show. No.
0: Do you love this girl?
1: Yeah. You do? Yeah.
0: So why aren't you going to tell her?
1: Because it's not time yet.
0: <laughs> Fuck. So we're playing by artificial rules.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not. See? Turns out. This just, just is the card. What's yeah, it say?
0: Turns out I like you more than I originally planned. So see? she, she's trying she's to get you. She's making
1: a great effort here. So. Yeah. We're, th- we're not even. Well, 90s, we got rules. 80s, hey man, 80s, we got dude? rules. It's not rules. It's we got just, rules. You know, you want to make sure um, you don't say say things too soon that you shouldn't say. I gotta, I gotta bury the gerbil in the cave first. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know, <laughs> you know, you just want to be responsible, and you're an
0: idiot. You know. Anyway, the point is, sh- her being here has been great. She's right. a really, really spectacular girl. Yeah. This meeting, this guy Dennis is, you know, he's also rooting for Russia. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh me and this guy Dennis has been interesting. They're coming over. By the way, you want to talk about our life? Why are why is the whole family coming over to the house we're staying at tonight? No, oh, cuz we got to plan Hawaii. Oh, we got to plan our Hawaii right. trip.
1: That's right. Yeah. Well, while you guys are in there planning the, you know, how no, save no, the world, fuck off!
0: You are staying. I'm.
1: Gonna, you are I'm staying. Gonna pack up the podcast no, you're not. set, and then I'm going to leave. No,
0: you are staying here. You are going having to Cincinnati. No, you're not going to Cincinnati. <laughs> you are. If I've got to be here with 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 P. staying guy, you are staying here. Yeah, we're really focused on Philadelphia right <laughs> no, now. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. You are staying. If I've got I'm sorry. Did hey, you
1: just say if I got to be around P. Guy? Listen,
0: listen to me. If I have to deal with the fucking circus, you get to rein the monkeys in. I'm telling you, if you leave. I want you to listen to me. You are not leaving me here.
1: We're on to Cincinnati.
0: No, we're not. We're on to fucking Huntington Beach. And you are staying
1: here. I'm sorry if you're offended by that.
0: You are staying here. Oh, my God. you That would I so totally be you. I totally
1: forgot about that. That would Damn so it. be you.
0: But our life, here's the worst part about our life. I got to plan a trip to Hawaii tonight. Too bad. You know, like um anyway, the trip has been really good. Like we've eaten really well. I we've got to get back is that, to Is that?
1: Do I see Gabe Ludley in the comments saying he's going to Maui in 2 weeks? Maui right in 2 weeks, boys. Let's go, baby. Oh, are you really? Let's go. My guy. Let's go.
0: Way to go. Um, But we're planning Maui. My sister-in-law is getting married. We're staying at her house. um, And she's been
1: trying to get married for like three years, (laughs) but the pandemic has like wrecked that repeatedly.
0: So she's getting married on Kona, and then we're going to Maui after that. My life sucks. I get it. Um, But like this has been a really good trip. And I I think, you know, I think with all of the things that the reasons we're here is for my mother-in-law, and there's some drama. Facts. But we've learned so much about the people that we supposedly knew about already. Right. And I think we've learned a lot about the people that, you know, like my sister-in-law and her fiancé and my mother-in-law and, you know, this dude. Buddy.
1: Brandon. (laughs) um, (laughs) You know, buddy. Yeah, no, I think it's Uh, been good. I mean, I think the trip overall has been, you know, it's been an adventure, I'd say. I mean, we've definitely had some The weather has been for shit. I'll well, tell you I mean, it's definitely been, been cold. cold. Yeah, it's definitely been cold. I think like my fingers are nice. like right now it's my about are hand- It's are like cold. 40
0: degrees in this garage.
1: Yeah, it's not good, dude.
0: Um and my should hands are cold. Like it's cold. I mean there there's no two ways about it. The weather's been a little dicey, but yeah. had a beautiful sunset uh, up in Manhattan Beach last night. Um you know, like it's been a really good trip. Like somebody asked, you know, it looks like Jack in the Box just kicked in. It should. Uh, Monty has a freezable penis. Fat Jesus says, I guess I it's don't.
1: The, the proper nomenclature is a popsicle, please.
0: Um, Jeremy Bolton is Dennis joining you at Morton's. He is. Oh, um, so this Morton's I, and, and I don't know who in our family listens to this. I hope I don't ruin our Morton's thing. So I've kind of gone way in. I'm all in on Morton's line of cane and B12. Yeah, I'm going to need that when the bill comes. Not that I'm buying for everybody and you're
1: paying Anyway, wouldn't Let me um, pay it. You know, what's it called? <laughs> What So whatever. It's fine. Lowry's. Well, we split the bill at Lowry's. Yeah. You know. Whatever.
0: Um, But we're going to Morton's. <clears> and <throat> the minimum spend there is about 1700 bucks. Okay. First question. Yeah. Will Morton's be better than Mastro's? No. Mastro's Ocean Club is my favorite steakhouse ever. Yeah. So it's going to be tough to beat that. Morton's is pretty close. Yeah. Um, I don't think it will be. But um, there's going to be 13 people there.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a big thing.
0: It's a birthday celebration because like five of us have birthdays in February, Mm -hmm. Um, so we're we're gonna have a private room. Mm -hmm. We're doing the whole thing where our names are printed on the menu. It's a twelve, it's a seventeen hundred dollar minimum. Right, amongst thirteen people, that ain't that bad. You know, it's two hundred bucks probably. Well, it's about
1: what it would be if you just sat at a table. I mean, it's not.
0: But you get your own private room. I did not go. They offered me an upgrade. Okay. They offered me an upgrade with gold. Everything like gold, cable. yeah, gold plates, gold silver, like gold utensils, yeah, utensils, cups, all of it. Keep it real. Yeah, I said no. I said wow. no to that. Like, but we have this private room. Nobody knows it. It's like kind of a surprise. Nobody knows about it. I listen. I even put, I even put Donnie's name on the menu. Dennis, his name, his name's on the menu. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I'm trying.
1: Right, you're you're trying.
0: And I and I don't. They don't listen to the show, right? I don't
1: think so, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Like, I genuinely don't like this, dude. I'll be honest okay, with you. Okay, why not? He's an <laughs> asshole. This is really... Okay, why, though? He's Need not a an why.
0: Because philosophically, he is completely opposed to, to where I'm at. Now,
1: it should be said, it should be said, with these comments, you're not the only one who's uncomfortable with Buddy.
0: No, there's quite... my. I, I mean, his, his... What's the right way to say this? Like, his philosophies in life are not grand. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do not line up with my ideologies at all. Right. I mean, he is a guy that believes in assault rifles, not killing children. He's a guy that believes that you can compare assault rifles to drunk drivers. Um, he has no problem. Like, he, we were talking about this four-year-old that shot at the cops in Phoenix the other night. And, or in Salt Lake the other night. And he's like, well, I have a friend who left his AR loaded on his counter, and he never had a problem. <clears throat> he's like that guy and he's a he is a hardcore trump supporter which hey listen philosophically if you support donald trump you and i don't have a lot in common i don't hate you though right but it's all the other stuff combined that's in there the 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 things his his beliefs about you know like if you if you have mental health or addiction issues you're on your own that you know we shouldn't help those people there's just a bunch of bullshit like that i just don't align with frankly yeah But he's gonna essentially be married to my mother-in-law, a woman that's very important in my life. Mm -hmm. She's very important to me. Like, so I have to ingratiate him into my sphere. Like, he's got to be. I have to have him around.
1: Yeah, because for better or for worse, (laughs) you know, you being you, I mean, it's kind of a big deal if you don't like. And
0: I'm not the guy who likes. I'll be honest with you. And I think most people know this. um, I'm not the. If if you are diametrically opposed to me on life, I'm probably not a big fan of yours. Yeah. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time together. Yeah, we're not going to be chilling in the facts. <laughs> like that's just not who I am. Right. But this guy, I don't really have a choice on it. Right. And you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how tonight goes. He's coming over tonight to plan this Hawaii trip because <clears throat> he's going to Hawaii. You yeah. know.
1: Yeah. It's um, it's just one of those times, man. I think that I think that you know, it's it. You just. You don't have to like the guy, but as it's long not ideal as, as long as everybody's protected and, you know, everything's <laughs> Come good. On.
0: LaChina James says gold. Everything is the only way to live. I agree. Quentin Moyer says, have you been to rooftop restaurants? I think about taking my girl there this weekend. Rooftop. Any rooftop restaurants. Amazing. Uh, Schroeder buyout. Should the Jazz pursue? Absolutely fucking not. No. Um do you think Trump having power and acting corruptly in U.S. embolden these other awful leaders like Putin? It absolutely does. It absolutely does. Uh, Giggity says Buddy's gonna request to go see Obama's birth certificate when he's in Hawaii. Probably. Probably. You know. Uh, you know the the dad yelled at his four year old to shoot the cop. You guys know. Yeah, like it. But it doesn't matter. Do you understand that when you have a gun in your home? Yeah and you have a four-year-old, four-year-olds don't come out of the womb hating the cops and being okay with shooting them. Yeah. You get that, right? And I don't give a shit where you live. Excuse my French. I curse a lot, whatever. I don't care where you live. Shooting the cops is not okay. Yeah. So please don't come at me with it's not the kid's fault. It's not, you know, like the dad did. it." It doesn't matter. If you're a guy who says to your four-year-old, shoot the cop, you probably shouldn't have a gun. Yeah. And if you say to the four-year-old, shoot the cop, you probably don't have much of a place in my society. I don't want you around me. I don't want you living in my community. Mm-hmm. If you're going to tell a four-year-old to shoot the cop, what's that four-year-old going to be like at 24 and 44? Violent or probably in a jail cell. If he's alive.
1: If he's alive. There's
0: no excuse for this. There's yeah. no defending this. You ruin this four-year-old's life forever. Yeah. He's forever the guy that shot a cop when he was four years old. Yeah. So there's no spinning this. There's no, hey, it wasn't the kid's fault. It wasn't the dad's. It wasn't the co-. Where's the win in this? The win ain't for the cop who got shot. The win is not for the dad who wrecked the life of his four-year-old. And the the, the win is not for the four-year-old who never asked for any of this.
1: And now they're saying they're going to charge him as a minor because at four years old. he. How do you right not? How do you not? Yeah. How do you not? I mean, what a life. You're getting charged at four years old. How do you not? Neat. You're going to
0: charge him as a juvenile. Because daddy told you to. This is a disaster. Do you understand we wrecked this four year old's life? Yeah. Good talk. Like, and don't, please don't throw the Second Amendment at me. Like, I I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And at Fat Jesus, you're exactly right. Unfortunately, he
1: won't be around long. Was that in reference to Buddy? To the the four year old. Oh, okay. okay. I am
0: assuming. You know. I just, it's really sad to me. Yeah, anyway, I don't want to talk about it. Most liberals have issues getting along with people with different political views. So it's just liberals. You know. Guns don't kill people. People kill, but guns safety first. Guns don't kill people. People. Guns don't kill. People kill, but gun safety first. I agree. Oh, I agree. He needs to not be here, but the four-year-old kid is not at fault. My kids believe that the eight foot spider we have for Halloween is real. The kid has zero
1: knowledge of what's right and wrong. I don't know. I don't know the four year old. They're not saying. That. I mean, I, again, not that I'm trying to argue with you, but they're they're saying that the kid they're they're treating him as if he did know right from wrong, which I is wild to me. I mean, yeah. that's that's out there, bro. Anyway,
0: is what yeah. it is. But this trip has been amazing. Um, I've really enjoyed it. This has been one of the best trips we've ever been on. Yeah. Uh, I miss home though. You know, real quick before we get out of here, let's talk about creature comforts at home. Right. Man. bad. Well, bad number one. I miss the massage feature on my adjustable bed. Mm-hmm. I have an adjustable base with a um, memory foam mattress, a Comfort Sleeper. Mm-hmm. And there's a massage feature on the adjustable base. And, man, it puts me right to sleep. I miss that. I miss a California king bed. You know what else I miss? My body pillow. Like all the little things we take for granted. Yes. If you don't sleep under a weighted blanket.
1: Dude. Game you're missing changer. out game changer
0: uh the shower for sure <clears throat> there ain't no doubt about that uh but the you know open what, freeways you know what else I it, well I was just gonna say you know what else I miss I miss I miss being able to effectively travel yeah like it's tough to get around LA in in any kind of like effective amount of time yeah because it takes you an hour to get anywhere and that's if you're lucky like the things I miss about Utah you know I it, it they're there are a number of them. Yeah. Now, in LA, I love the water. I love being near the water. I love going to sunset and watching the waves roll in Manhattan breeze, last bro. night. The beach breeze. I miss great Mexican food. Um it's readily available. Like I in Salt Lake City, I feel like you got to go to Red Iguana uh to get great Mexican food. Here it's it's Taco Surf. It's it's Poncho's in Manhattan Beach it was outstanding last night. Um like, the the quality of Mexican food here is, is really tough to beat. Yeah. The chicks in L.A. are really tough to beat. Yeah. The view is unbelievable. But, and this is going to sound crazy, um, the diversity in L.A. Yeah, it's impressive. I, I, I really, you don't realize it until you're in it. <clears throat> um, you know, <laughs> wow, Giggity says nothing better than pounding in your own bed. <laughs> Truth. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 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 it is what it is uh oh, fat jesus says that reference was in uh, that that reference to he won't be around long was in reference to dennis yeah he probably yeah won't. see i told you he he's was gonna he was, die. he was
1: referring to Dennis. he's yeah. 80 years old uh, <laughs> i can't even remember when i was
0: four i was probably just barely potty trained or still having or still <laughs> shitting myself at four yeah. quentin moyer said he doesn't know what's right from wrong i would agree with that uh Jeremy Bolton says it's been real. Boys, get back to Utah. Enjoy the powder while you can. Safe travels. Can't wait to get my shirt size medium done. Eric C says a lot of good food here in LA, but I can't wait to go to Utah again. Yeah, I. Yeah. You really appreciate how good it is to live in Utah, man. Yeah. Like you really appreciate it uh, because it's awfully difficult to to get that quality of life. Mm-hmm. It's awfully difficult to, you know, the comfort, the surroundings. Like I'm, you know, what I miss? I miss the noise. I miss the the quiet. You know, I live in daybreak, and I occasionally hear cars at night.
1: But not often.
0: But not very often. Here, it's loud motorcycles, motors. I can hear them now. Sirens all the time. Like, it is overly stimulating here. I miss the peace and quiet. Yeah, That, honestly, that's been the the toughest part of this trip, is that it's fucking loud in Southern California. Yeah, it is. You know, it's things you don't think about, but – there hasn't been much to complain about on this trip, man. And we're going to power through and finish strong with Morton's. Um, you know, so we'll, don't forget, we'll be back. You can, you can roll. We'll be back on um, Monday. We'll be off tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's a travel breakdown day. Uh, Monday. We will be back better than ever in Salt Lake City. Back on City. a regular set.
1: You and know listen, what it is. I,
0: I know that sometimes we have difficult conversations on this show, but we really appreciate you guys. Like, you know, listening to the audio podcast the way you guys do. I mean, it's unbelievable the numbers the audio podcast do for this show. Um please give us a thumbs up if you're here right now. Give us a like uh on on uh YouTube. themontishow.com takes you right to our YouTube channel. Please give us a subscribe at 5000 we're going to give away the PS5 but while we're talking about gratitude, thanks for everything, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks for buying our merch. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for listening. Be safe. Talk to you Monday. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.